0: This is Earth Riot Radio, and I'm Reverend Billy. Come on in. This is the Earth Church. How are you? In today's 29 minutes, the big lie. Chris Smalls, who refused to tell the big lie. He is our new saint. Next week, September 4th at 3 p.m. New York time. We'll give you the live stream information later in the show. Chris will be inducted into fabulous sainthood by our Earth Church in the East Village here in New York City. Well, Chris lived in the big lie of the Amazon company, the pollutingest company in the world, putting a million metric tons of CO2 into the atmosphere every week. He wanted to tell the truth at the lunch hour in the cafeteria of his warehouse. He wanted to tell the truth about COVID, which was killing all of us. And he got fired for it. You and I need to tell the truth. We live inside an atmosphere of the big lie. It's no accident. All the Trumpers are calling everybody else a big lie. But the New York Times is calling everybody else a big lie. All the big institutions, religious, business, corporate, they're all telling everyone's a big liar. It's the commonest word in the English language at this time. Let's tell the truth, learn how to get to the truth in a thick atmosphere of lies let's find the truth by working with each other and it really comes from love the radical idea of forgiveness and trust and loyalty and gentleness and intimacy and a new way of being in the earth in the natural world the truth is waiting for us i feel it coming up in somebody shout it with me now Earth, hallelujah! is real.
1: Earth, We better say, I love you before we disappear. Extinction number six. One, two, three, four, five. Do something to remember if someone does survive. Oh, our hearts are beating. Now I know I. There is no goodbye oh, Extinction is real Extinction, Extinction is here We better say I love you know Before I we disappear Extinction number six One, two, three, four, five, five. No, Do something to do remember Bye. Someone does survive Extinction, extinction, my God, what a word, it's everywhere, it's nowhere, it flies like a bird, let go of the myth, extinction will surprise, now we can really love, death makes the sun rise, death. Makes the sun rise. Death 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 makes the sun rise. Extinction death is real. Sunrise. Extinction, extinction is here. The sun rise. We death better say I love you right. before death we disappear. Extinction number six. Rise. One, death two, three, four, five. Rise. Do something death to remember if rise. someone does survive. Oh, the sun, oh, makes the sun, the pyramids, oh, the sunrise. I know, I the the on the, the living earth makes there makes the is no Death good the, sunrise. Death the, sunrise. Death the sunrise.
0: and extinction is here. Sounds like somebody's telling the truth. It's the Stop Shopping Choir singing the extinction song. And it's hard to tell the truth about the extinction. The sixth extinction is everywhere. It's big. It's the earth as a conscious living being doing this cleanup, this this rebalancing, which may be a mass mortality event already is in some parts of the world. But we've got to tell the truth about it. Live in the truth about it. Am I, am I telling the truth? Somebody give me an earth allusion. Now you can come and listen to our songs for free at RevBilly.com. rev You can make a purchase and help us out if you want to as well. The Stop Shopping Choir will be there singing live on September 4th. 3 p.m. Sunday, 3 p.m. next Sunday, Chris Smalls and the Amazon Labor Union people will be there as well. Avenue C at East 3rd Street in the Lower East Side. Lower East Side, 36 Avenue C at East 3rd Street. On the northeast corner, there's a bank branch been converted into the Earth Church. Come on in. We're going to go down to the trees, have a picnic together after the singing and the sainting of Chris Smalls. Now, if you want to live stream, come to that website I just gave you. On the top of our homepage, you'll be pointed in the direction of where it will be televised. The revolution will not be televised. Amen. Our songs are when we do them on purpose, it's a trance state to help us with our activism. We don't just want our activism to be right thinking or policies or even just courage or ego. We want it to come from the love of the earth and that's what we have in our songs. Sing along with us. I think that they might help you. They certainly help us love the earth.
2: Death Here makes we go. Rise. Death makes the sun rise. Death makes the sun rise. Death makes the sun rise 1234 1234 1234 1234 1234 1234 1234 1234 1234 1234 two, three, four. One, two, three, four. one two, Five three four five. We better say, I love you. We better say, We better say, I love you before we disappear. Extinction number six one, two, three, four, five. Do something to remember if someone does. Some- Real Extinction
3: A lot of this greed and money-soaked corruption has to do with how we view money, what it means to us, how we use it, how we look at the wealthy and their lifestyles and the endless race to acquire stuff and things. Consumerism is capitalism's drug dealer. It's the enabling fuel that pushes this runaway train ever faster and forward over human rights, justice, trees, and babies. As a culture, we take in over 3,000 ads a day, whether we want to or not. Your mind is constantly being raped by the incessantly annoying voice to keep shopping, keep buying, keep wanting and needing that you don't need or deep down really want. This is not an easy force to fight or win against. It's an insidious addiction that most of us don't even realize that we have. So, what better way to deal with it than inviting a reverend and his choir to exorcise those demons? As an atheist, that may be the only time you will ever hear me say that. But Reverend Billy and the Stop Shopping Choir are anything but your typical Sunday fair. They are a group of creative activists led by Reverend Billy and directed by Savitri D. And what began as anti-consumerism expression grew into what is now a 13 year long mission to not only battle consumerism, but to battle the capitalist cronyism it fuels, the injustices to both people and planet, from Black Lives Matter to the environment. Last week, I sat down and spoke with the director and co-founder Savitri D to discuss this interconnectedness of ideas, the rush of protest, the war on dissent, and how you can join the chorus of activists. Take a look.
4: Consumerism, in its most basic sense, is a, is a is a scale problem, right? It's like the Earth can't handle it at the scale that we expect it to exist at. Um, and and consumerism is supported by a, an extractive industries like gas and oil. Period. It's a really basic connection there, um, on every level. And um, but there are, I think, more uh, nuanced, maybe more complex ways of looking at it in terms of the globalized economy, in terms of neoliberalism, in terms of um, sort of larger power structures shifting around to control capital and land use, um, and that includes uh, the human capital, right? So those things are 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 easy on a very uh, sort of technical economic level to see as connected, and and then on a very basic level that. Uh, you know, if, if you're out shopping all day, you're uh, using a lot of gas or there's a lot of packaging or that thing came across the world on a tanker. So you, you can see the, um, the, the interconnectedness of it in, in two very different places. That action at uh, Grand Central Station is why
3: Billy is facing a year in jail. And I'm curious, why is that one in particular turning into
4: a potential year in jail? this is not the first time that Billy's faced like actual jail time in New York city. The last arrest, they, they overcharged him with uh, reckless endangerment and riot and menace um, that also carried a, a year long possible sentence. Um, in the last couple of years, this has been sort of the, 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 how the police have dealt with Reverend Billy. And I would say other um, sort of high level protest arrests, you know, um, they there's uh uh, half-year jail time, and but in the end, you know, it, it, it seems impossible that he would get that. Um, it's just basic harassment. It's just a basic way to chill dissent in New York City, to pick off people and keep them off the street. Um, the reason there's a year-long charge right now is because Billy rejected uh, their um, offer of an ACD, which is the adjournment with contemplation of dismissal, which is what Protesters get all over, you know, It just say like, okay, stay off the street for six months and you can just walk away from this. So activists are supposed to admit guilt and say, okay, I did that and I won't do it again for six months. And then they get to walk away. But there was no guilt. He wasn't breaking the law, you know, and and it's highly problematic. And But the thing is, when you're in jail... And you get, I've been offered an ACD just like that. It, it sounds really good. It's like, yes, I
3: can get out of here. <laughs> Even when you've just been in there a few hours. How has, uh, how have these arrests and how the, the justice system or the injustice system, how they've dealt with it, how has that uh, inspired actions after the fact?
4: Well, I think in New York, it's always like a very limited group of people who are willing to risk arrest. Um, the NYPD are really atrocious. And the legal system here is, um, we know, we call it death by a thousand cuts. You know, they just, it, they'll just drag it out as long as they can. And you have to miss work and you have to show up at this date. And after Occupy, there was a big influx of people um, who were willing to take those risks. And I, I think we still have a lot of those people in New York City, thank God, um, not God, but be, thankfully we have um, a lot of those people remained here, and a, a lot more people are willing to take that risk now. So the, the concept of
3: invading public space, uh, like Grand Central Station, for example, is one of your platforms. Um, explain, talk a little bit about like, the various platforms, because I know you, do, you direct the stage shows as well. Um, how, are the, how are these platforms and mediums different, and do, does your messaging change between them?
4: Yes, we do work in several different modes, and I would say um, they are quite different. How you operate on a stage inside that uh, you know, very um, controlled atmosphere uh, with an audience, with pe- people who are essentially passive, who have chosen and elected to be there themselves, very different than how you operate um, in public space, in contested space, um, in retail space the charge, we call it a, a kind of charged space that exists when you're in contested areas like Grand Central or, um, you know, a mall or even a parking lot in some places, um, because it, it tells you something about normal everyday life, too. It, it tells you how constrained we all are. It te- teaches you about your own consumerism when you're in those spaces.
3: And it can be so much more impactful because people aren't expecting you to start performing, so to speak. They're not passively agreeing to be there for a
4: performance. Yeah, I think in a consumer environment, in a consumerized environment, you know, anything you can do that, that gives traction. It's such a slippery kind of slick surface and everything just kind of floats by and that's what it's designed to do. It's designed to make you feel really comfortable. You could do anything like the door's going to open and then suddenly I'll have a latte in my hand and I don't <laughs> know how I got in here. I didn't even want coffee. And uh, so to find any traction with that is, um, is really difficult. Part of it's about the language, you know, changing your language, like being broader in your language when you're in public space. Um, you know, being clear about what you're trying to say, um, being willing to, to to be really, really embarrassed, um, to have people really angry at you, um, and even you know, physically aggressive towards you. Um, you know, there's nothing like brand loyalty to incite violence in people. Strangely enough, when you do these actions out in public in these contested spaces,
3: music or poetry or street theater. Um, how do you see people start to, almost like you can actually see their paradigms shifting and and wanting to join in or actually
4: joining in? Does that, do you see that a lot? I wouldn't say a lot, but yeah, definitely. Because I think people are relieved. I think people are so glad to be shaken out of this kind of hypnotic consumerized state. I mean, it's, it's just so boring. It's such a boring life. I don't think consumerism is a very satisfying way to live ultimately. And, and I think it just takes a lot to unlock it. It's, it's a lot of millions and millions of dollars went into each consumer to get them to be perfect consumers, you know, of marketing money and advertising money and, um, you know, unlocking that is a lot of work. How do you tell people to, to take what they already do, take
3: their passion, take their, their skill set and parallel that to, to activism and being
4: socially and politically involved? I would say the very first thing to do is to just know that you don't have to do it by yourself and that to find other people who want to do it too. And the minute you have a group of people who want to do that, who you can even just get along with a little bit, it all gets a lot easier because then you're sharing your skills and they have skills you don't have and you can make something together, I think it's very difficult to go at it alone. So my first impulse would be to say, go find some friends who want to do it too and do it together. Find the people around you who are willing to be brave with you and, and, and talk about it in those terms. Talk about courage, talk about bravery. Look around you and see where can I be brave? What is the actual physical location where I can be courageous? And just find out what it feels like. What does that mean to you? If you are out there and you're thinking like, I want to do something. You know, it might be closer in than you think it is. It might be right around you.
0: They called you an unprecedented disaster. Is that right? Is that all we hear in your screaming wind? Are you a menacing, unknowable, savage world? After the storm, we, the rogue species, we stand where we burned in the trees, and we listen to your silent spring. We put our ear to the ground and hear in the traumatized land a seed-stirring sound. Your scream is a talking softly breeze. And we know that the climate tragedy, it's an instruction to us. A way forward for life. We ask that you let us make a home again. Find a way to live after the storm. We promise you we are transformed. beautiful earth beautiful earth beautiful earth you're right here right here nearby somewhere i can feel you journey you and me take that time get the map got the map oh it's inside us we forgot that now we remember the earth the earth the earth the earth gave us the map thank you earth yeah we'll be singing beautiful earth until we you guided us and now we promise you we'll shout And so we come to the conclusion of this week's Earth at Church. Thanks for being with us. Salvatry D., thank you for that interview, breaking down activism that deals with consumerism and consumption. And over the whole half hour, I hope that we had that feeling of, of trying to protect all of life because our consumption, our overconsumption, is simply dangerous. And yet it's so ordinary. Because we're hit with a half a trillion dollars worth of advertising every year. We really are trained to not notice the impact we're having on life. So this marks the work of the Church of Stop Shopping. We try to deal with this issue of consumption with our human humor and with our music and of course we're always exploring multiple touch points with with racial justice with gender justice consumerism carried especially when it's carried to an extreme point is very sexist and racist and the consumption system the whole economy is well it just it just pressures and kills those of us who can't defend ourselves with the kinds of things you can get with money and so coming to the end of my allotted 29 minutes human rights and earth rights are essential for each other that's what we believe and they they start from the same point of love they're carried forward that work is justice that's the work of justice as you move towards the hate and try to deal with it try to change people the people around us amen everyone have a healthy good wild week until we meet again hopefully here in the earth church this is from billy love hallelujah
2: hallelujah